The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept! And one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Hello, this is Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. As you know, we're here to have a good time. We're going to talk about how we can do better, be better, have a happier life. I broadcast from Arizona in the studios of Voice America World Talk Radio, and today we have a very special guest, Carrie Zane. Thank you, Alice Cooper, for our theme song, No More Mr. Nice Guy. There's a purpose for that, because sometimes when we really begin to take our power back, we realize we've been saying yes to everybody and everything, and we're not going to do it anymore. And some of those people that have been getting all those yeses don't think we're so nice. That's okay. You'll get to be nice again down the road. In fact, you'll probably be nicer. But we thank Alice Cooper for that theme song and invite him again, as we do every week, to give us a call and be on the show. In Phoenix, no kidding, he's known as one of the nicest guys in town. And I'd love to have him on the Self-Improvement Show. We're looking for sponsors who'd like to have exposure on this show and also on the Self-Improvement blog. Being a sponsor on this show gets you on the Self-Improvement blog a lot, and we're getting about 50,000 visits a month there. So if you're interested, call Scott Duffy at Voice America or me at the Self-Improvement blog. I want to thank our engineer, Chad, who's got to be one of the best engineers in the, in the world. I about, was about to say country, but I think in the world. I think we'll elevate him to the world. Um, Voice America Talk Radio, as you may know or may not know, is the pioneer in Internet talk radio. And if you're interested in having a show, I really recommend that you call them first. I know that you're familiar with all the happenings that have been going on in Arizona. We're a very deeply saddened state at what has happened to one of our congresswomen, to our children, to our, our people. It's a sad state. It was the acts of a single man, not of the people in the state of Arizona. We have a wonderful state. We love it very much, and you'll see, as you see more about us, that we're a very generous and very compassionate group of people. It's time now to begin to heal and set some new beginnings as they have one funeral after another. Our prayers are still with our Congresswoman and with all of those who are injured. We'll watch their recovery very, very carefully. And really pray for that young man who must be incredibly tormented. We don't want anybody to have that kind of unhappiness, and we hope that some way, some light can get through and he can begin to know more about who he truly is. Next week, we have a wow show coming up. Our guest will be David G., who works with the Chopra Foundation. He's lead educator, dean of the Chopra Center University, vice president of New Development, and heads their meditation program. If you haven't followed their meditations on their website, the Chopra Center, 
Um, I really encourage you to do that. Take a look at that. They're going to have another um, meditation challenge, 21 Days of Meditation with David G. It's really quite lovely. I do it every time it comes around. I have it on good authority that he's going to end our next week's show with a guided meditation, and it's something I, I think all of you would love to experience. So be sure and come back next week to listen to David G. It's quite a special treat to have David G. on our show. And it's a very special treat today to have Carrie Zane. She wanted me to introduce her just as Carrie Zane, health and fitness lifestyle expert and founder of leopardpride.com. We'll talk more about what that is in a minute. But I can't stop there. There's just too much about Carrie Zane that you need to know. She's a health and fitness lifestyle expert for Generation Jones women. And if you don't know what that is, as I didn't when I first heard it, those are women who were born between 1954 and 1965. We're going to talk about those women. She's an Emmy Award-winning television producer. She writes lifestyle and women's empowerment articles for a variety of monthly publications and websites, including the Self-Improvement blog. She was featured on the, on the covers as the co cover story for the 2006 Mother's Day issue of Long Beach Magazine. She was profiled as an exemplary single working mother and role model for women. To me, I can't think of a grander, more meaningful title to have than that. She's an honors graduate from UCLA, where she completed coursework for a master's in marketing. She has a certificate in public relations from UCLA, is a member of NATAS, NATAS, I guess you say. She's a certified personal trainer. She's an ardent supporter of Girlfriends LBC, a mentor group for teen girls, and she's an ardent supporter of the American Heart Association. My comment about Carrie is that she's a very beautiful woman inside and out, and it is such a pleasure and a privilege for me to welcome Carrie Zane to the, I'm sorry, Carrie Zane to the Self-Improvement Show. Carrie, welcome. Thank you. I, I you know what, I want to cry. <laughs> Do not. And, and, and I'm so proud all at the same time. Thank you, Irene. <laughs> Do <laughs> not cry. Well, no, I mean, beautiful on the inside and out. It, make, it just brings a tear to my eyes. It's so, true. But like, like there's no crying in baseball, there's no crying on talk radio. So, <laughs> happy tears. Happy yeah, tears. happy tears. Happy I, I'd like to ask you to give us a snapshot of Carrie Zane. Tell us a little bit about your, your life, uh, becoming a single mom, and a little bit about what daily life is like right now before we get into more questions? Oh, well, it is just a cavalcade of activities being a single mom. And I am actually, I, I, I've been a single mom for 10 years now. Um, so my children are teenagers. I have two daughters. And so, you know, it's a different kind of, of dynamic when you're, when you're a mom of teens as opposed to a mom of little ones. And but, no less intense. <laughs> but, um, you know, the bottom line, and I'm sure you'll attest to this, no matter how grown up your children become, they are still your children and they still need their mothers. And um, my, I just, before I got on the radio today, I got a phone call from my daughter who is in Rome studying for uh. a couple of weeks, and she still needs her mommy. So. Well, it's I'm not going to comment. I'm not going to comment on mine. You know how old they are. <laughs> they're very grown up. <laughs> no, they're not. 
Um, so tell me about a typical day in the Carrie Zane household. Oh, is there well, such a thing? No, I no, I don't think so because it's it's a I, well. I would to summarize it as a juggling act, which I know single moms will be will uh, relate to. You know, it's it's getting your kids up, ready for school, making their lunch, getting their breakfast, doing your workout. Doing your workout <laughs> <laughs> and doing your workout and doing your workout, and, you know, and then getting ready to you know work all day, and then you pick up your kids and you make them dinner, and you know, right now we're amidst of uh, driving lessons, so you oh, know, I wish okay. you well. Yes, thank you. It's a little stressful. Hmm. Yes, it is. Um, but um, I think that you know what, every day is a joy and a pleasure, and I love and embrace being a single mom i there's there's nothing better Actually, yeah. i mean there's nothing better than, than being, being a mom and i you know what i loved being married while i was married but there is something about the bond that goes on uh, with me and my children and in our house and and the kind of peace and love that just exudes from our environment i love hearing you say that now you're not alone there are a lot of single moms out there i understand you have some really good statistics to share with us yes. There are, in the United States, there are 11 and a half million. Whoa. Yes. And I believe, if I'm correct, there are 39 million divorced people in our country at this point. Um, 20% are women. So, you know, singles, there's a lot. And 104 million overall. It's 104 million Americans over the age 18 that are single. The truth is, we um, live more of our lives as single people than we do as married people. And the, the demographics of people between the ages of 40 and 65, there are now more singles than there are married. So oh. that whole Bridget Jones thing about, you know, being a singleton and how embarrassing it is, and like, guess what, everybody? We are the majority. Well, hey, I guess there's some joy in that, too. It has its own joys. Do you have any numbers on the number of single dads? I know there are quite a few. You know, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm so I'm so female focused. I know. The reason <laughs> I ask is my son's a single dad, and uh, it's really quite lovely to have a grandson around and watch my my son be dad, and he's a very good one. So it it's just be interesting to to know how that is, what well, that I number will, uh, is. I'll, I will do some research and find out, and I'll, I'll uh, make sure that it gets posted on okay, the Okay, great. Blog. <laughs> Why do you think there's so many more in this kingdom called singledom than there used to be? What's you going know, on? You know, I think that there are a couple of factors involved. There's been quite an evolution over the last 10 years, but I think a lot of it is, is um, interestingly enough, um, female-generated. Um, ARP did a research study and found that more women, baby boomers and senior women, are the ones who are initiating divorce proceedings than men. And I think a lot of it comes from us, we women, being more independent, more financially independent, um, even more independent in our thinking. And, um, you know, we, we, we want to do things a different way. A, a lot of women actually report that they felt like, you know, they well, not that I want to say that they got a raw deal, but they got a raw deal. Well, hey, they did kind of get a raw deal. I remember when I was, I was a teen in the 50s, 
And our idea of what we were supposed to do is as soon as we got out of high school, if you didn't go to college, then you were supposed to get married and start having babies. And if you did go to college, it was just to find somebody who'd make a little more money than you'd find right out of high school. Yeah. I mean, that was the thinking. Right. And we were we were s supposed to take care of our husband and our house. And if we didn't have another single intelligent thought in our head, I guess that was supposed to be okay. Yeah. And, and it really was like that for many. I did not adhere, but anyway. <laughs> anyway. You did not. <laughs> I, I, did, I did not adhere. You were to setting the trend. Oh, I, I you know, kind of bucked we all, it. We all grew up reading um, fairy tales, and I think we believed that, you know, we were all Cinderella's, and Prince Charming would come along on the white horse. And, and that June Cleaver, yeah, and that June Cleaver was real. Yes. And um, and so, you know, I think it's a little bit, it, mis it was a little misguided, because the truth is, you need to, uh, it, it doesn't just, it's not a happily ever after, it's, it's a work in progress. And, and maybe if we had been trained a little differently, we would uh, perhaps be in our relationships a different way. And, um, you know, and I love being single, and, and I have been for a long time, but I do think that what I've learned over time is how to actually be in relationship, in a long-term relationship, in a very different way. And so in, in, in one regard, I mean, it's sad having uh, left a marriage or in going through that process of divorce, but, you know, sometimes you can think of it as your starter marriage, and you learn some things, and then you get to do things differently. And I think that's why I'm most excited about this new year and this new life and, um, and sort of ending a chapter and, and starting a new one. You have an opportunity, we, all of us, women and men, to write a new story, re-script our lives. So you're saying that it can be very healthy to be single and not be a, a couple even though you have children. Absolutely. 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 And I think it's empowering for our children, too. I think that they need to see, especially women, and, and I have two daughters, and so I'm very um, focused on making sure that they become very solid, independent women. And so when they make choices in their life, I, I hope they make better choices than I did. I hope that they, that they look at relationships from a want as opposed to a need. Absolutely. So, Okay. Those of us who have sons have another kind of teaching that we need to do, and that is to help them understand this new role of women mm -hmm. uh, and accept women for intelligent, powerful beings in their own right. And that's not always easy in our today's society. And on this note, I hate to say it, but it's time to go to break. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Carrie Zane. For the Self-Improvement Show on World Talk Radio, we'll be right back. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. In Sue McDaniel's book, I Am Heart, she talks about feelings. Now, Sue is ready to bring her book, blogs, and topics of interest to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. I Am Heart will discuss concepts and ideas that affect all of us and will provide experts and solutions to help everyone. 
Sue, speaking through I Am Heart, will answer your questions, share your answers, and learn together with you. Each program will have topics you've suggested, homework to learn about yourself, and moments of connection. Tune in to I Am Heart, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on World Talk Radio Variety. I have a dream. Sometimes it seems that life is just throwing you one obstacle after another. There are many people who have overcome or are overcoming their personal obstacles in order to succeed. Hear them talk about these barriers and how they overcame them on American Dreams, The Sky is the Limit, featuring host Jen Robertson. Jen herself overcame life struggles to become one of the most in-demand motivational speakers in the world today, as well as a best-selling author. Tune in to American Dreams, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Carrie Zane. Carrie, as you know, is a health and fitness lifestyle expert and founder of LeopardPride.com. And I told her that when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about what I call Carrie Zane's Zoo. And that's because Carrie talks a lot about leopards and cougars. Tell me what leopards are, Carrie. You know, give us a good definition of what is a leopard. Well, um, I just I love being a leopard, and um, you know when I when I was well in the last ten years, you know, as being a single mother, um, you know, a lot of people would say to me, "Oh, you're a milf," or you know, you're a you're a cougar. You know, you and and I don't know if if people know what cougars are. Well, go through that one too with that with the TV show. Uh, probably most people do, but let's talk about cougars and leopards. Yeah, because I think that you will understand the difference if you you know a lot of people are familiar with the term cougar, but basically it's an older woman who is kind of proud on the prowl for a younger guy, and um, I I actually took notes. I I really kind of like. You know, kind of raise the hairs on the on the back of my neck as I, I'm not like that. I don't need that sort of validation to you know. Oh, look, I scored a younger guy. You know, so yeah. I went looking for something that would define who I was and something that was about a midlife woman who is single and successful, but you know, still fit and sexy and 
educated and maybe a little sassy, but I, you know, I'm not, I'm not hunting. You know, if I, if I, if a guy finds me, that's great, but I'm not on the prowl. And fortunately, there was a term that I found in Urban Dictionary, and it defined who I was and resonated with me so much. It was a leopard. And so I took it to the next level and actually formed an online community for women just like me, and it's called leopardpride.com. And it is really a place for us beautiful, sexy, sassy, sophisticated, smart ladies to commune and, and share our thoughts and wisdom and concerns and and just be a united a beautifully united front. So it's not about dating older guys or younger guys, it's really about who who really resonates for us. Who is our real guy? <laughs> ah, I love it. All the S's single, sexy, sassy, smart. Yeah. Wouldn't every woman like to be defined that way. Can you give us the, that definition that you found of the leopard? Do you have that around anywhere? Um, I do. It, Let me see. Yeah, and, and I don't know how a cougar is defined, but I'm assuming that they're on the prowl. Yeah, it definitely, it, you know, it says that it is uh, an older woman who chases after younger men, also known as a cougar, and it, it is a, it's disparaging. I didn't like it. Um, I won't watch the show. <laughs> I, it really bothers me. <laughs> I do think that people have a very negative, visceral reaction to it. And unfortunately, you know, the, the genesis of it wasn't wrong. I mean, it was really to empower women. And I think that it, it was a result of the backlash of men our age, midlife men, suddenly coming out of marriages and deciding that they were going to date women and marry them, you know, 10 or, or 15 years younger. And so a group of women said, "Well, hell, if they can do it, I can do it." Exactly. Um, but it just—it just—it just—I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. Um, this feels more right to me. I think it's just a classier place to be. I, you know, we—if you're—if you are confident and and you know that's kind of my soapbox about the exercise, fitness, and and what the result is confidence. Then you don't need to chase after anybody. Confidence is the sexiest. Uh, element of a woman. Oh, I totally agree. And don't you think that when we know who we are, we're comfortable in our own skin, hold our own power, that it doesn't matter what the age is of the person that we find that we love. Exactly. Age is a number, and if it's mutual, it's mutual. It doesn't mean that you've conquered somebody because of a younger age or yeah, it, it that it, it's that's totally meaningless to me, and I hear that it is to you too. Yeah, don't let me put words in your mouth. No, but. <laughs> no, but you're you're dead on right. I I think that that is really the essence of it. Because I'm not a I'm not opposed to a woman older being in a, in a relationship with a younger guy, but it's that prowling aspect to it. It's you know that. Um, that it's distasteful, I think. Well, I, I think we may both be geared to a relationship is more precious than just a conquest. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know whether that's yeah. right on or not, but that's what feels, that's what, I'm, that's what I feel, I guess, about yeah. it. Yeah, and I, I, I'm, um, I don't know if we have actually spoken about this before, but I am in the process of putting the finishing touches on my new book, which is called Single Mom Second Chances. 
be ready when the real one shows up. And a, a lot of what I write about in the book is all that inner and outer work that you need to know, need to embody so that you are ready when the real one shows up. So he's not just the one. You know, we're not just looking for Mr. Good Enough. You know, we've done it already. We, we right. married Mr. Good Enough. We divorced him. We're moving on. We need to find the real one, the real relationship. And the only way you can do that is to really know who you are inside and out and be really damn proud of that inside and outside person. And is this what you're helping women do with Leopard Pride? Is, is this sort of a, a training program, if you will, <laughs> to get them to a state that they can find a, a really wonderful, lasting kind of relationship? Is this what you're doing? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so much rich information there about not just about dating, but about health and fitness and other inspiring women. And um, we have on board, we have a financial expert. We have a, uh, a dating detective, so you, know, you don't get scammed by the, ah. the online guys. Um, we have a therapist, a very accomplished therapist on board. So we, we've, we've got an amazing, and also we have a, a, a grieving expert, a, you know, a widow expert. because that, Excellent. You know, unfortunately, sadly, some of us do lose our loved ones, and, and you have to start all over again. And there's grief at the end of a marriage. I mean, you can grieve a marriage as much as you can, I mean, through divorce as much as yeah. through death. They're both horrendously difficult yeah. situations. So do you actually have a practice going that has all these people pulled together and, and they can come in and see you, or is this an online service, or just how is this composed? How do you present this to the public? It is. We are all online. We're all on leopardpride.com, and anyone is free to visit the site and leave a comment or ask a question to any of our experts. All of our emails are on there, and you know we're very open and welcome and and want to engage women in the dialogue about becoming or being sexy, sassy, successful. and <laughs> Oh, I like successful <laughs> in there. Yeah, all the S's. Is yeah, there an age? I want to be all the S's and, and, and really doing it right the second time around, you know, really finding that lasting, real relationship. Is there an age range for leopards or is this more a general, you know, any woman who's, uh, uh, interested in a relationship because some women really are not. You know, is this for women of all ages or is there an age range? Yeah, That's no, you know, I'm th you know, we're open to women of all ages. I think what tends to happen if you've survived um, a divorce yeah, or um, or widowhood, I think that you're, you're probably a little bit older. Um, so we really target more to women 40-plus. Well, I'd fit in the plus. Well, we're not <laughs> excluding you. <laughs> Let, let's talk about <laughs> Listen, my mom's 91, and she's a leopard. So. <laughs> oh, good. Then I'm in good company. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about relationships, and how do you get back in the dating game? Where can you even find anybody to talk with, much less go out with? Well, you know what? That's a big question. So... Um, 
I'd like to, uh, and I'm going to ask you back, I mean, do you mean where do we find our guys? Yeah, where do, How do you get the, the bravery to just put yourself out there? Both of those, because it takes a great deal of courage. I've been on some dating sites for several reasons. One, I'd, I'd be interested in having a lovely relationship, but also I wanted to do a show on it, and it's very interesting traveling through these sites. Mm-hmm. And it took a great deal of nerve to put my name and my profile on one of these sites. I'm on one for, let's say, more mature people. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, but it, it takes a great deal of courage, and then when you do get a response, you think, oh, my God, what do I do now? Yeah. So well, talk you know, about actually, that. I, I think that online dating sites are very interesting. I think there's a lot of pluses and, and minuses to them. There are 3,000 on dating sites and probably you know one or two more pop up every day so there's definitely a dating site flavor for any interest you know you like cats there's a (laughs) you're a single christian there's there are you know for those single parents senior meet so there's a lot of options i think um just the beauty of the online dating is that you can do it in your pajamas and it is like a, like a veritable shopping, it's like going to the grocery store. And it is, it? and um, and and when you put yourself out there and you put your picture up there, it, it, there is a there is like a little bit of anonymity, so you don't, you know, you can sort of be a little guarded and check and see who you like. But there's also this great um, validation because you do as soon as you put your picture up, you get responses. I promise, you put a picture up. There will be uh, at least five, maybe 50. And you can sort of siphon, you know, sift through them and decide which ones you like and which ones you don't like and which ones you want to call and which ones you want to have coffee with. And uh, um, so it's kind of fun. But, you know, there's also ways to meet men, obviously, doing things that you love doing. Like if you like to hike, I suggest you join a hiking group or, you know, go to your church or. A lot of women, in, there are single parent groups or, you know, their kids' schools. There's other, you know, single dads just like your son. <laughs> right. Well, we'll see if we can get him to the PTA or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'll put a little plug in for him. But, um, uh, yeah, I think that there's there's a lot of ways to, how about this? How about volunteering you know, if there's a, a cause that you're interested in? You know, yeah. go volunteer. There's... There's plenty of men doing that kind of thing, and you'll you know you already know that you have a lot in common. You know, you're you're both there for that that cause. So I think there's good stuff there. The other thing that that a lot of women that if they if they visit Leopard Pride, you will find that um, one of my experts is a date detective, and uh, you, we're very on about this. There are scam artists out there, and you do have to be careful, and you do have to watch yourself and. This poor woman was uh, met a guy on a Christian site and thought he was great, and they developed this relationship and moved in together. And uh, come to find out, a year later, he was married and had four children. And <sighs> he actually scammed her out of one and a half million dollars. This woman lost her home, she lost oh, her car, she had to my mother. So I, I I am a big proponent of of being cautious and and wary and you know so there's there's the pluses and the minuses and I'm not going to get into the the whole story but you know if you if you visit the leopardpride.com website you'll be able to read her story and we have some 
guide guidance on on what to do the to do's and the not to do's. Okay, let's talk about leopardpride.com. Is that your URL? Is that how people would find you? We're going to take a break. I want them to be able to find you while they're on while we're on break. Okay. Leopardpride.com. That's correct. It's all one word. All one word. Leopardpride.com and there won't be a quiz, but we're going to go to break right now and you can look that up. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Carrie Zane for the Self-Improvement Show on World Talk Radio. We'll be right back. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. Cotton Radio is a unique program designed for leaders in apparel and retail businesses and college students. Our program will take you inside the cotton industry, including production, design and engineering of cotton fabrics, innovative uses for cotton, and marketing and merchandising products that have made cotton the fiber of choice. Your hosts are Philadelphia University professors Stephen Frumkin, Natalie Nixon, and Neoka Wyatt. Tune in to Cotton Radio on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel, Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific, and rebroadcast weekly on the Voice America Business Channel. To succeed in life today, you have to respond well to change and be willing to take chances. On Star Style, Be the Star You Are, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan and her sidekick, daughter Heather Brittany, deliver lessons of success spanning the generations with live interviews with trailblazers, authors, and experts. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on the Power Hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Variety. For positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio, it's Star Style. Be the star you are. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the Self Improvement Blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Carrie Zane. We were talking about dating before we went on break. I hope you had a chance to look up leopardpride.com. If not, write it down so you can look it up after the show. I, I think if you're single, that's a really must-visit site. Uh, during the break, Carrie and I were talking just a little bit about how do you know what you're looking for? How, Carrie, do, what do you suggest that women do before they ever start dating so they don't get off on the wrong foot? Yeah, um, and you, there's more detail uh, on leopardpride.com. There's an article called Be Your Own Date Detective. But, you know, so there, 
there's a lot of um, just sort of logical, be smart, be careful, especially if you're a single mom. You know, you don't want to give a stranger your phone number. You know, for example, if you meet somebody online and you've kind of had, a, you know, an email dialogue go back and forth and you want to get on the phone and chat, um, I suggest that women, you make the call, you star 67 so that they can't track back your phone number and, and you know, and have that dialogue. And if you miss them, like if you don't get them the first time you call, don't leave your number. You just call back again, you know, just tell them, hey, it's me, I'll call you again later. That you don't, you don't know who that person is, you know, until you talk to them and then you have a little bit of a sense of them. So I suggest you be the one to make the call, even though it's, you know, in the old days it was gentlemanly too, for the guy to make the call. Exactly. And I even, you know, take it a step further. Um, it, if you don't get them on the phone, I say you make an appointment. You know, you can make a phone appointment. Once you get them on the phone, you feel comfortable, you're going to meet for coffee. Again, I would meet them in a place where there are a lot of people around. Make it a short date, not a long date. You want, don't want to be stuck eating dinner with, uh, you know, <laughs> someone I, I you know. want to be stuck eating dinner with. But, um, uh, again, I wouldn't give them my phone number until after you've had that first date and you know that they seem like they're an okay guy. Then yeah. I would give them my phone number. I still wouldn't invite them to my home, especially if you have children. You know, you, you really have to protect your little ones. Absolutely. And you don't know, you know, one or two dates and you think they're okay, then, you know, maybe when the kids aren't around you can invite them over. I, so I take real little baby steps in terms of, of trusting um, who I meet, especially online. And um, a couple of things that I think, uh, you know, once you've sort of established a relationship and, you know, you're kind of going down this path where you really like this person, then you need to start watching what they do um, to see who they are so you don't get into the same situation that my darling friend Kelly did. You know, does he invite you to his home? If he doesn't, there, you know, yeah, there, there may be a wife there. There may be a wife yeah. there. There may be something he's hiding. Or <laughs> you know, does he introduce you to his children? Again, that's a big flag. Maybe married. You know, if so, maybe he doesn't have children. You know, but he talks about these children. So I think you know, at some point, you do have to uh, to have to meet his children. He has to meet your children. Um, does he openly share all of his phone numbers with you? Do you know his cell phone, his work phone, his home phone? You know, that's those things yeah. to watch for. And it's, it's good to meet his friends. You know, is he going to introduce you to his best friend? If he's not, I would, I'd be a little suspicious. And, and finally, um, I, I would check and, you know, when you're starting, you know, three or four months in, you should have had dates on a Saturday night, on a Sunday afternoon, you know, maybe during the week. Because if they're consistently not available on a Sunday or not available on a holiday, again, I would be a little suspicious. Um, yeah, that's... So my friend, she started to get a little, um, I'm going to say the word suspicious again, when her gentleman didn't introduce her to his four boys, not in a year, she never met oh. children, and he kept making up stories about why it wouldn't work, and his ex-wife wasn't, 
you know, wasn't amenable to it and it was just too difficult and too challenging. And meanwhile, he was going home and, you know, he was living with her, but he was going back to his wife and his kids, you know, at different days you, during the week. So. You think one of them would have caught on. Before this, though, before they ever have their first date or even get online or, you know, start putting themselves out there, what do you recommend they do to know what they really want? I mean, do you have some kind of I don't want to say checklist, that's a little gauche, but, you know, you need to have clearly in mind what it is you're looking for in a partner, because once you meet somebody who has razzle-dazzle, you may forget Mm -hmm. those qualities that you think are important, like honesty. Right. You know, uh, do, do you take them through that on Leopard Pride? Um, there, there is definitely a little bit on Leopard Pride. I, I go into a lot more detail in my book, um, Single Moms, Second Chances. There's a lot of, for me, there was a lot of introspective work that I think we need to do to really understand who we are, who we were, where we're going, who we want to be, what's really important to us, what are our values, what are our beliefs. Oh, yeah. So those, so so as you process through that, and I take, I take a woman step by step through, through the book, through the chapters, but you get to a place where you really understand who you are. And, and when you know that, the things like he has hair or he doesn't have hair. Or it's not important. Is, it becomes so unimportant as, in, as opposed to does he have integrity and does he show up on time? Does he love, you know, is he good to children? Does he, is he philanthropic? You know, those, there, there are so many things that we single ladies get caught up on that are so really unimportant when you're looking for the real one, when you're looking for uh, the remainder of your life, have the relationship you want. Then we've got to get your book. As soon as it's out, you've got to let us know because I, I think this is critical information. Thank you. I am going to let you know, and then you'll have to have me back on the air. <laughs> I, I will absolutely do that, and we'll review it on the blog and do all those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, all of us have been, well, not all of us, but many of us have been back in the, the dating life after a long, long time out of it. Tell, tell us, do you have a worst date story? <laughs> I, Irene, I've been single for 10 years. <laughs> you I have so many stories. <laughs> That's my next book. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, we did something funny when we launched the site. We did some um, little brief uh, little videos about some of the worst dates that I've been on, and, and we got a lot of great feedback from other women who had wonderful horror stories to tell. <laughs> um, and, and they're just, you know, when you get out there in the universe of people, you can't believe the people that show up in your life. Oh, yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> There's some pretty crazy characters. So, uh, you know, and especially on online dating. So they're so funny. There's one on the site that I think we called Online Liar. And, you know, it's kind of based on the fact that a lot of people online will post pictures from, you know, 15, 20 years earlier, 50, 100 pounds lighter. Uh, yeah. And they'll show up and you know, I look at them and you go, you know, I, you don't look 
anything like your picture. Yeah, really. <laughs> and I think these people think that they're hoping that their you know, personality will be so scintillating that they'll, you'll get past the fact that they absolutely lied to you from the onset of your meeting. Go to one of the senior sites and you'll see men who say they're 75 or 80 and they look like they're about 22. <laughs> oh and I think, gosh. oh, I don't think so. <laughs> they're still living back in the old days. Yeah. Can you share a story with us, just a mini bite of a story with us? Um, yeah, th well, uh, I, which one do you want? Do you want, like, the most horrific, or do you want... The one that you think is best to share. <laughs> okay. Um, I hope we can use some of these words that I'm going to use on the air. But I had a date with a man who, I, when I met him online, he had, like, this beautiful, mellifluous voice. He was a sports agent, and he used to be a radio DJ, and he was telling me about all these clients that he worked with, and I thought... This man is going to be fabulous. You know, there's no doubt about it. And he made the date for this beautiful steak restaurant. And, you know, he met me there. He was dressed in a you know, jacket and a tie and, you know, seemed very sophisticated. We sat down to dinner, and it was lovely conversation. He was regaling me with great stories. And uh, we, I think we got about, well, maybe, maybe one and a half glasses of wine in, and we had just finished our steak. And this man reached under the table and slipped off my shoe and took the bottom of my foot and rested it squarely against his oh. penis and said, do you know where your foot is? And you said, yes, it's out of here. <laughs> How did, were you on the date with me? <laughs> no, but <laughs> that's what I would do. And I thought, I, I'm, I'm appalled. This was our first date. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> like that, I don't think, you know, and then we, I, I actually finished the dinner because I'm that kind of girl. I, you know, I don't know, my mom raised me to be a very polite girl. And, yes. And then we were getting ready to leave, and he said, well, I can't wait to see you again. I was like, said, yeah, I'll wait. I don't think so. Well, I had one very similar to that almost all the way up to the incident, but mine talked about his bowel habits all through dinner, and by the time dinner was over, I just, I could not wait to get home. I said, I have a terrible headache, and I split. What are, do, what are these people thinking? I, I do not know. Yeah, you know, there's certain, things, there's certain boundaries you don't cross, and, you know, bodily functions. And they cross. Is not good conversation. And all of that brings us right up to a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about health. Okay. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Carrie Zane for the Self-Improvement Show on World Talk Radio. We'll be right back. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. Are you looking for tips, tricks, secrets, and techniques that you can use anywhere, anytime, on virtually any problem? Tune in to Magic at Your Fingertips with EFT virtuoso Teresa Bolin. You are a divine manifestation of love and light. Take back control of your life and create the life that you want using EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques. You'll overcome the obstacles that stand in the way of living your heart's desire. Magic at Your Fingertips airs live at 6 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern, and 10 p.m. in Japan on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. 
We all lead busy lives, and sometimes we think we can't take care of our health. We battle food addictions, time restrictions, and media conflictions when it comes to our health. Now, you can tune in to the Dare to be Healthy show with host Alia Almoayed. Good health comes to those who dare to take the leap into the amazing world of natural healing. Find out what it's like to look and feel great. And finally, live your life to its maximum potential. Let Alia and her guests show you how. Dare to be Healthy is broadcast live Mondays at 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Carrie Zane. Before the break, we were talking about dating and sharing some of those never-forgettable experiences. But one thing I want to talk about, Carrie, because I think it's so important, before you get yourself in a dating situation, it's important that you work on your own health physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, so that you're really ready for this kind of relationship. And I know you're really into health. So tell me a little bit about what you do and what you recommend to other women who are breaking into the dating game. Yeah, so, you know, whether you have a good date or a bad date, you've got to be ready because hopefully the the real one, the good one shows up. But I, you know, I think that working the insides and working the outsides is a 50-50 proposition. And, you know, again, in in the book, we, we... I talk a lot about that um, in the Single Mom Second Chances book because you can, they really do go hand in hand. And the better you feel about the way you look, the better you present yourself. The, uh, they're just, they're so, it's, it's, it's like the chicken and egg, you know, that you, you look better than you mentally feel better. You mentally feel better than you want to, you know, you, you actually exude it. So I am, I have been a proponent of fitness my entire life, and it has literally saved me in, in the worst times of my life if I didn't, if I wasn't working out, if I wasn't working my fitness program. I, I don't know where I would be today. It's such a mental high. And, um, you know, things that, that got so horrible during the divorce, if I didn't go out and run, I don't think I would have survived. And and I think it's just so you know, I mean, we were talking about dating. When you put on a a beautiful outfit and you put your makeup on and you know that you've been eating healthy and you you know you've been walking or riding or whatever it is that you're going to do, because I I say just get your body moving and you go on that date, you already know you look better, right? You know, and eventually, hopefully, if things work out, you are going to take your clothes off in front of that guy. Oh yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you want to look good. You, you, you know, want to look good. We're middle, we're, we're middle-aged, and, you know, so are they. So we don't have to look like, you know, nubile 20-year-olds, but um, we want to look good, you know? So, we want to look 
40 plus good, 40 plus fabulous. Absolutely, or 70 plus something. Yeah. Uh, Tell me a little bit about your own exercise routine. Mine is I go to curves three times a week and walk, try to walk every day. It's not enough. So what do you do? (laughs) Well, you know, there was a recent study done that said that women, um, midlife women need to work out seven days a week, (sighs) minutes a day. I know it seems like a lot, but... I, I kind of put it into my, my um, you were talking about meditation earlier. I, I sort of d- double do it. So I work out and I kind of do my mental meditation all at the same time. I, I work out by myself. And, but I do, for the most part, spend an hour every day doing something. I walk or I run or I lift weights. Or you know, I'll run stairs. I I'm lucky. I live down by the beach, so I'll go take a walk. You know, in the sand. But my, you know, and I don't expect everybody to do what I do because I'm a nut. But I do <laughs> expect not. everybody to do something. You must do something for your body, and it is it is a mental it is a mental mint. I, it is. It's like a health mint. You, it, it, the endorphins that start, you know, revving up in your brain makes you calm. You know, it brings you... Absolutely. You, and you know that if you start moving, you will start to shed some pounds, and you can't help but build that confidence, which is that mental thing that you exude when you go out on your dates. So I... I, I'm proud of you. I'm glad you're doing curves. I think that's awesome. Three days a week is great. Well, and I, I haven't told the audience how old I am, but it's quite a bit past 60. <sighs> and, and it's true that if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. And after you get older, it's not as easy to get it back as it is when you're younger. Trust me on that when you work much harder to make a little progress. It's very important. Tell me the importance of nutrition. Of nutrition? Nutrition, a big well, word. I think that, <laughs> I, you know, it, it's pretty clear that we are what we eat. Ah, we, yeah. <laughs> everything that we put in our body is, it, it manifests in every, every pore and every cell. So, you know, being healthy and, and living a, a healthy lifestyle is, is critical. For longevity, for everything. But how about our sex life? (laughs) How about it? (laughs) (laughs) If nothing else, I would say sex is really healthy exercise. (laughs) But, you know, I I mean, it's a mental thing. You know, if you you feel good and you know you look good, then your sex is going to be good. Uh, You work out and exercise, you have the stamina. For exercise, and and again, I you know I love science and and research. And oh, I do too. So much fun, and they did do research on on older older people, 60s, 70s, and they found that they are more their mental acuity is better, and they are more sexually active w- w- by working out. So there there's so, just so many benefits. Do you to, think there'll be a run on the gym after you've made that statement? <laughs> Good. I hope everybody gets on the treadmill and runs because it's going to improve their sex life. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. I just learned last night that the most popular show on Voice America is called Sex with Jaya. And, and maybe we should name this one um, Sex with Irene and Carrie yeah. and see what we can do here. Actually, this is about self-improvement and we want to be healthy in all those areas, and sex is a very important one of them. Oh, it is, you know, and, and you know what? It, it's 
really healthy, too. Everybody should be having sex. Wow. Everything flowing in your body. It is a good workout. It's stimulating. Huh? <laughs> well, I was thinking everybody is all encompassing, and I hope my grandson, who's seven, is oh. not listening to this. Well, okay, uh, adult. <laughs> every adult, every adult, yeah, and and you know, get real here. This is something we couldn't talk about when we were hush hush in our teens in the fifties, but you know, let's talk about it now. Let's know what we want. Let's be ready. Let's do what we can to be healthy and beautiful and responsive and the same goes for the men it's interesting to me that men with lots of fat on their bodies still want skinny little women and they don't see it on themselves (laughs) enough of that we won't go there no no that's a whole nother and actually we've come to the end of the show carrie i thank you so so much we will do this again we will watch for your book don't forget her website, pantherpride.com. Leopard Pride. Leopard Pride. Leopard Pride. Pride. See, I want to make us panthers. I know you do. <laughs> so thank you so much. Thank you. Next week we'll have David G. from the Chopra Center, and we'll end that show with a meditation. This is Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show saying goodbye for now. See you next week on Voice America World Talk Radio. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.